Previously on the Tony Kornheiser Show. But okay, Illinois and uh, West Virginia I have. And then I have West Virginia advancing. Really? You're the only yeah. one in America. I hope you win. You just, You're it. I love how you act so surprised for my picks. We've already, we've already made it clear. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> really? Really? Uh, you took West Virginia over Illinois. <laughs> Two things you know nothing about. Really? Okay. <laughs> the Tony Kornheiser Show is on now. What a treat to have Greg on the show. No matter what he talks about, he always makes all of us laugh. This is the third and last day of our brackets, um, but we encourage all the people. Michael, people should join in, right? And yes, go to compete. the ESPN Tournament Challenge, and if you search for group Tony Kornheiser Show 2021, password protected, Benny, capital B, please join. We'll have some good prizes this year. Yeah, there are good prizes for everybody, Mystery and meets. we'll get everybody. We'll get Jeannie and Tori, even though Jeannie says she doesn't want to do it because she hasn't watched any college basketball. I don't know why that would stop anybody from taking a shot at this. Phil's mom is on the line. Before I get to her, I wanted to mention two things. One, I started reading this book by Chris Colston, the novella, American sports writer. I read about 20 pages, and I liked it. I liked it. I'm going to continue to read, and I don't, I'm not a reader anymore. And, and so I recommend that, at least the first this 20. This makes me happy. You're reading again. Yeah, so that was good. And also, to Grant McGuire of Huntington, West Virginia, I'm deeply appreciative that you continue to send me Angel's Envy, but, you know, I... I'll be an alcoholic uh, by the middle of the day <laughs> if I keep drinking. Uh, the story on Angel's Envy is what I had heard from my friend David was that the owner of Angel's Envy was so taken with the fact that I said I liked it on the PTI show that he was going to send me a special bottle. Well, I never got it, and so it's okay. But Grant McGuire continues to send more and more because it's his favorite bourbon. But it, you, Thank you, Grant, but don't worry about it. Phil's mom joins us now. Her actual first name is Debbie, which I found out. 10 seconds ago, and I'm happy about oh. that. And Phil is on the line with us, and Phil's mom does this all the time. I do understand, is there, is there a story upcoming about you and this particular um, sidebar life you have of picking basketball games? Is somebody talking to you about a story? Um, yeah, someone called me yesterday from the Buffalo News. I guess he writes online articles, and um, he was curious. Why everyone in your area knows about me, but no one around here does. So I found that kind of interesting. <laughs> That's wonderful. A feature story yeah. about you. That's great. Yes. Good, good, good. Yes. All right, let's, let's get to the business then. We're going to start in the South. I'm just going to have you pick every single game down the line. And, you know, you tell me who you like in, in that region. Go ahead. Okay, I'm starting with Baylor. Right. And then Wisconsin. Right. Win Winthrop. Winthrop. Um, yeah, okay. Winthrop. Yep. Right. Um, yep. Do you have any idea? Do you have any idea where Winthrop is? Nope. That one, I don't know where they are. But good. They were okay. A good shot. Um, yeah. North Texas. North Texas. Well, we know they're in North Texas. They've beaten Purdue on your board. Go ahead. Okay. And then Texas Tech. Right. Arkansas. Uh huh. Um, Virginia Tech. And right. then Ohio State. That's a pretty reasonable first round so far. You obviously yeah. like tech schools. You got two tech schools in there. You don't know where Winthrop is, which is good. Okay, how about the next round? What do you have? I have Baylor right. and then North Texas. North Texas. So that's two Texas schools. I know you know by this time that Baylor is in Waco, Texas. I know you know yeah. that. Okay. And, and then Texas Tech. I'm sticking oh, with the Texans. 
Okay. And then Virginia Tech. So two techs, three Texas schools and two techs. All right, Baylor, North Texas. North Texas. Yeah, you're the only one in America doing that. I mean, even people <laughs> at North Texas are not doing that. But okay, Texas Tech, Virginia Tech? I have Texas Tech. So you have two Texas teams. One will go to the Final Four. Which team is that? Texas Tech. Texas Tech. And that's, you know, that's, that's a reasonable choice. Texas Tech, and what you would not know, Texas Tech is where Mac McClung, who played two years at Georgetown, ended up for the last two years of college. So you have Texas Tech, and that's a four seed, I think, right? Texas Tech is a four or a three, something like that. Okay, let's go to the Midwest. That's the one right under this. Let's go okay. game by game. Go ahead. Drexel. Oh, no, no. Yes. You, got, you know, you knocked <laughs> Illinois out already? Yeah, you never do you know. know. Where, yeah, do you, no, you don't. Do you know where Drexel is? No, that one I don't know. Okay, Drexel is one block away from the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, just, I okay. just want you to know that. Okay. Drexel. Okay, go ahead. Next. Lo- Loyola. Loyola of Chicago. Okay, right. next. Oregon State. Okay. Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Oh, Oklahoma State. Okay. Um, so you're doing Syrac- state schools. Go ahead. Syracuse. Yeah, Syracuse. We, you know, we knew you would do that because it's an upstate yeah. New York school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Moorhead State. Okay. Do you have any idea? Because a lot of people, they can name the 50 states and the territories, but they're, they're unfamiliar with where Moorhead State is. Do you know where yeah. Moorhead State is? That one I've never really heard of before. If I'm not mistaken, I think Phil Sims went there. Am I right on that? Did Phil Sims go to Moorhead State? Uh, maybe I'm wrong on that. I think it's in Kentucky. Oh, I okay. think it's in Kentucky, but I'm not certain, but I think it's in Kentucky. Okay. Nobody then picked I, that game, so that's, that's oh. sh- sort of like your North Texas game. What else? Yeah, Clemson. Okay. And then Cleveland State. Cleveland State, which we assume is in Cleveland. So you have knocked out, in the first round, you've knocked out the one and the two and the right. three. You've knocked out right. one, two, three. And then you're going for it. I understand yeah. you're going for it. Okay, yeah. Drexel Loyola. Loyola. Okay. You know that Loyola, you know that the nun, Sister Jean, who is the academic advisor and spiritual mascot, she's 101 years old and she yes. will go to the tournament. 101. Yes. Yes. And she'll be yes. wearing that maroon and gold, you know, the scarf that she wears. Yes. Okay. Oregon yes. State and Oklahoma State. Oregon State. Oh, you just knocked out the last big seed, Oregon State. Okay. <laughs> Syracuse and Moorhead State. Syracuse. Okay. True upstate people, of course, call it Syracuse. It's, it's, it's Long Island kids like me that call it Syracuse, but it's Syracuse if you're really upstate. And Clemson and Cleveland State. I stuck with Clemson. Clemson. Okay. Well, Syracuse yeah. would play Clemson, and they play each other all the time in the ACC. Loyola and Oregon State. Oregon State. Oregon State. Okay. And Syracuse and Clemson. I have Clemson. And then who do you have winning that game? Clemson, Clemson or Oregon State? Clemson. Clemson. You know where Clemson is by now, yes? You know it's in uh, South Carolina? Yeah. South Carolina. Yes, yes, yes. South Carolina. So you've got Texas Tech and Clemson on that side of the board. Okay, on the top left in the west, what have you got? Oh, Gonzaga. For right. Sure. Yeah. Right. Then go ahead. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, right. Creighton. 
Creighton, they, you know, they are, I got to be honest with you, they got killed by Georgetown. They look like they're in disarray. Do you know where they are? You know the state they're in? I think, if I recall, they were down in Nebraska. Yes, they're in Omaha, Nebraska. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Next? Ohio. Ohio. Okay, that's possible. Go ahead. After that? Then I went with Drake. Drake. So you have Drake beating Wichita State and then beating USC. Okay. Right. Go ahead. What um, else? East is it East Washington? Yeah, you're knocking out Kansas with a school nobody even has heard of, Eastern Washington. <laughs> Nobody's heard of it. Okay, next. VCU. VCU. So while you like Oregon State, you don't like uh Oregon. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And Grand Grand Canyon. Oh, you took Iowa out in the first one. Do you yes. know anything about Grand Canyon? No, but you know those underdogs, they come up. You never yeah. know. I think, so. uh, oddly enough, although I think that the Grand Canyon, I think it's, is it in Arizona? I don't, I don't know exactly where it is, but I think that Grand Canyon University, well, I guess maybe it is near the Grand Canyon. For some reason, I thought it was in Utah, but maybe I'm wrong about that. I think it's a religious school, Grand Canyon University. Oh, okay. But I think so, but I'm not sure. Okay, Gonzaga, Oklahoma. I have Gonzaga. Okay, next, Creighton, Ohio. Creighton. Creighton, named, of course, for those kinds of people who you don't like and think are stupid. Uh, (laughs) Drake and Eastern Washington. And if this one happens, you're going to win. You're going to win. Drake and Eastern Washington. Go ahead. I have Drake. Drake. Do you know where Drake is? That one I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Where's Drake? Is Drake in Iowa? I think Drake's in Iowa. 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 Okay. okay. I thought he was from Canada. Okay. Um, oh, that, yeah. Uh, and VCU, do you know what VCU stands for? No, I always forget what that's for. It is Virginia Commonwealth University. It is in Richmond, oh, okay. Virginia. Okay, VCU Grand Canyon. I stuck with VCU. VCU. Okay, so now you have Gonzaga and Creighton. I kept Creighton. <laughs> Knocked out the Zags. Okay. <laughs> Knocked out the Zags. And Drake, VCU. I kept VCU. And who do you have winning that game? Creighton. You know, in past years, that school has a pretty good team, but they are discombobulated now because of what happened to their coach. And if you, if, if you win, we'd be so happy if you won. Because you've, yeah. you just knocked out everybody good. Okay, last region. Who you got? Michigan. Right. I know who you've gotten in the next game. There's no yes, doubt in my mind you've got the Bonnies, yeah. right? St. Bonaventure for sure. Okay, go ahead. Colorado. Colorado over Georgetown. Georgetown, right. which beat Creighton by 100, but go ahead. UNC Greens. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, it's Greensboro. It's, that's a city in North Carolina, so you just took out the four seed. That's nice. Okay, after that? Um, BYU. BYU, okay. Texas. Texas. I'm sort of surprised you didn't go for Abilene Christian. I'm sort of mm. surprised. But go ahead. What else? Um, UConn. Is it UConn. University? Okay. Connecticut. University of Connecticut. Yeah. And? Iona. Boom. There goes Alabama. Early on, there goes Alabama. Rick Pitino advances. Okay, Michigan and the Bonnies. Who you got? I did go with Michigan. Bonnies okay. are good, but I didn't think they'd go too far. Okay. Um, Col- Colorado, Greensboro. Colorado. Colorado, okay, BYU, Texas. BYU. 
Ooh, there goes the other seed. Okay, and Iona, Yukon. Iona. Iona. Boy, Patino's going to be very happy. Michigan, Colorado. Colorado. Boom, there goes a one. And BYU, Iona. BYU. Okay, Brigham Young University and BYU, Colorado. Who you got? Colorado. Okay, so your final four, Phil's mom's final four, is Creighton, who how it's actually pronounced, Creighton and Colorado, and Texas mm-hmm. Tech and Clemson. You have three schools that begin with a C. Hard oh. to do that without getting any of favorites in there. Okay, who's going to win, Creighton or Colorado? Creighton. There you go. That's going to be great for them. And Texas Tech or Clemson? I have Clemson. And who do you have winning the whole thing? Creighton. You know, again, there are years when that might actually work. I'm not sure it's going to work this year. I think that's a real long shot, considering their last game they lost to Georgetown by, I think, 30. I don't think they scored hardly any points. But we always wish you the best of luck, and we always think that if you win, that's a good sign for the world because it shuts (laughs) up all these other people who study the brackets. Thank you, as always, and good luck with that story. It's in the Buffalo News. Um, yeah, it's online someplace. I'm not quite sure where, so I have to find out today. Oh, so you haven't read it yet? Oh, no, no. He's, he's going to write. He's going to call later today, I guess, and write it. So I haven't Okay. Read it it's wonderful. It's just wonderful. Thanks so much. Bye. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. See, this is, this is the great pleasure of the brackets. When yeah. Phil's mom, who has no idea where any of these schools is, Phil's still with us. Is Phil yes, listening? Here. What did you think of your mom's performance this time? I have, I never root for my bracket to be blown up more than when <laughs> after I hear mom's bracket. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just so wonderful. I mean, she just took out all the ones and twos so quickly. Made me very happy when I, she does that. Yeah, it, it, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to root so hard for Drexel and. <laughs> It's just amazing how she, yeah. how she does this. I, it, yeah. it gets better every year. There are years when actually when Creighton would, you'd say, could go to the 16s. You know, not now. Oh, not yeah. with what happened no, with no. McDermott. Not now. Let, but let's not, let's not forget not. that yeah. she did have George Mason going to the Final Four that year. So, and she was right on that. She was, she was right on that. Right. Nailed oh, it. it. So, it, you and never by know. the way, Moorhead State is in Kentucky, yes. And Phil Sims. Phil's- Bill Sims did go there, along with Chuck Woolery, if you didn't know that. I Randy, didn't know that, but I, yeah. I sort of recalled that Phil Sims was from there and that it was in Kentucky. But, you know, that, that's something. No, it's like Grand Canyon. I don't know where Grand Canyon is. That's I thought it was Phoenix. in Utah. That's it, in Phoenix. And it is, in fact, a Christian university. Yeah, it's a most, religious school. Yeah. yeah, the most famous alum I could see there was Tim Salmon. You remember the baseball player, Tim Salmon? Yeah. Yeah, he went there, Dave Stapleton, a couple of guys that people might know about from there. So Okay. Well, that was go. great. That was great. We will get back into reality uh, when we return with David Aldridge. <laughs> Am I correct? Aldridge, when we return? Yes. I'm Tony Kornheiser. You're listening to The Tony Kornheiser Show. This is the Indochino ad. I don't really have to do this myself because Nigel can do this. Nigel has bought three Indochino suits. Describe the process and describe how happy you are. 
Well, I'll start by saying how happy I'm. I'm thrilled with the suits. That's why I keep purchasing them. And I will probably purchase another one this year just because I love them so much. You, It's it's tailored to your measurements. What I recommend, go to a tailor, get your actual measurements. I did it with a piece of rope and a, and a yardstick, and the measurements came out fine. The suit fits me like a glove. It will fit you like a glove. You're going to look fantastic. You design the suit any way you want. There's like, you know, if you want all the lapels, you want monograms on shirts or anything like that, you can do it all, and it's all for an incredibly reasonable price and it says did you book a virtual style consultation or shop online or visit a showroom and it says describe your experience nigel used a rope and a ladder that's how he did it <laughs> how did you personalize your clothing by the way what did you do uh i got monograms uh on the inside of the pal uh because I, I like that you know just with a big n for nigel um yes yeah, you know, and and with the shirts, you know, I like the French cuff shirts, so you can get those. You can get different styles of that, but uh, I'm particularly fond of the French cuff shirts. So, yeah, they've got okay. all sorts of things. Indochino offers completely custom-fitted suits, coats, and more wear at surprisingly affordable prices. Every piece is made to your exact measurement. You can customize every detail, from breathable linen fabrics for warm-weather weddings to statement linings. You can create a suit that fits, and your style fits you and your style Perfectly. They keep leaving out the word you. The best part, Indochino suits start at just $299 with all customizations included. Anything you want, they'll do. Shop at the wedding collection or book a virtual style consultation at Indochino.com. And right now, you can get $50 off any purchase of $399 or more by using the code Tony K at checkout. You just heard, Nigel's bought three of these things. What greater endorsement does anybody need? That's 50, and that's 80% that's of his yearly income. That's $50 <laughs> off a purchase of $399 or more at Indochino, I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O, Indochino.com. The promo code is Tony K, and by all means, people, use the code. You're listening, You're listening to The Tony Kornheiser Show. This is sent to us by Paulie Coconuts in Winchester, Virginia. And he writes, it's me again with another original song, Another Year Till St. Patrick's Day. It's a song of hope. All the stories and the lyrics are true. My sister Jane Bannon and her family march in the annual Baltimore and Annapolis parades. And AOH president Emeritus Dave Allen leads them in song at their parties every year. The inspiration for the song, The Countdown Clock, hangs in the bar mentioned in verse 3. Ann O'Malley's Irish Pub in St. Augustine, Florida. This version was performed by his band, The Window Panes, and sung by Paulie Coconuts. The live recording is from 2018 St. Patrick's Day show at the Edinburgh Mill in Edinburgh, Virginia. And he says, I heard the Dropkick Murphys listen to the podcast. If this song should find its way to their ears, I would be honored. Paulie Coconuts, playing in David Aldridge, grateful for that. David, before we start with the brackets, I do want to ask one question of a local nature, and that is... The Washington football team, and I always catch myself and make sure I say the Washington football team after all these years. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, are they done at quarterback this year, do you think, or do they go into the draft and try and draft somebody, or are they afraid because of the Dwayne Haskins experience? I mean, I don't, I don't think they're afraid. I don't think they're going to – they don't need to force it. Let's put it that way. If somebody's there in the third round that they really like and think has a chance to get – really better. I'm sure they will pull the trigger on it. Um, but now they don't have to, if they don't want to, um, they're taking the long view. I think it's unconventional to take the long view in the NFL because it's a year to year proposition in the, in the NFL. You don't get to build for five or six years. Just as impossible with the attrition, but they're taking the long view that they can build the rest of the team up 
this year around quarterback, and then that maybe they take the big shot next summer or next, you know, next spring in free agency or via trade or however. Um, obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick at 38, immobile is well, I shouldn't say immobile, but not a read option guy at this stage of his career. Right, um, right. You know, um, is not the long term answer there. Um, so I wouldn't say they're out of the quarterback market as far as the draft goes, um, but it certainly is not a priority for them now. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick, but this has to be said. He has started more games and won more games than any quarterback in the history of the NFL to never, ever once go to the playoffs. Not yeah. once. And what you say about the long view and the short view, you need no more proof than Bill Belichick that the short view is in. <laughs> you know, because yeah, I mean, I think it's he wants to. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how you can possibly say, well, in three years we're going to. No, there's no three no. years in the NFL. No. There's, no. What do we got this year? You know, no. and to me, they have a really good defense. They added yep. this guy Jackson, who's a very good cornerback last night. Um, so their defense should be really good again. And to me, you don't waste years in the NFL. When you have a defense that, that has a chance to be elite, and I think theirs does, uh, depending on the other moves they make in free agency, I think you're all in. I think you go all in. That's why I would go get a real quarterback this year that you can yeah. build around. No no disrespect to Ryan Fitzpatrick. He is a real quarterback. Um, but Yeah, he's a pro. He's a pro. He's a 38-year-old just... real quarterback. That's right. It's one year. Yeah. It's a one-year deal. One-year deal. All right, let's start. Let's start in the South. Give me any upsets in the first round on the in the Baylor region. Uh, and I want to pick Colgate so bad. They're really good, Tony. I've watched them all year. Obviously, Patriot League school. Uh, yeah. Jordan Burns is legit. He gave thirty. He gave Tennessee thirty-two last year. Um, they they shoot the three. They got multiple three-point shooters. They are not going to be scared going up and down. That's what they do. Um, now, but I, it's hard to pick against Arkansas. Arkansas is really good. Arkansas is really good. Um, so I'm going to take uh, Winthrop over Villanova. I think a lot of people are doing that, right? Um, yes. And I'll, I'll I will take Wisconsin over North Carolina in a meaningless nine eight upset. Um, those are the those are the two in that region. Uh, I'm okay. I'm going to chicken out and not go with uh, not go with my gut and take and take Colgate in that game over Arkansas. You would have made Howard Feynman so happy if you picked Colgate. He's really rooting. Okay, I will not uh, be surprised at all if Colgate wins that game. Yeah. Won't be Baylor, Wisconsin. Uh, Baylor. Okay, and you went, oh, I'm sorry, Winthrop, Purdue. Winthrop, uh, Purdue. Purdue. Oh, I thought you were going to go Winthrop right there. Okay, Texas Tech, Arkansas. Uh, I'll, I'm going Texas Tech. I'm going to take Texas Tech in a mild upset there. And Florida, Ohio State. Ohio State. Okay. Uh, Baylor, Wisconsin. I'm sorry, Baylor, Baylor, Purdue. Baylor, Purdue. Baylor, Baylor, yeah. You like Baylor. I do. You do. Okay. very good, yes. Texas Tech, Ohio State. Ohio State. Okay, so you got the one, too. Who do you like to come out? I'm going to take Ohio State in a, in a, again, mild upset. I think this is the year of mild upsets in, in the tournament. I don't, I don't have shockers this year. I've watched Ohio State, and they went through that period of time where they lost a bunch of games. But they lost right. to all ranked teams, and then they came exactly. back and beat ranked teams. So, right. uh, yeah, I, I like the Big Ten. I hate to say yeah. that because it makes Wilbon happy, but I do like the Big Ten. I think no, they're but good. I mean, they're, they're, when you play good teams all year, you're, you should be that's good right. in the tournament. You know? And so you're going to lose a few. You're going to lose a few. That's how it works. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
in the Illinois region, anything on any upsets in the first round? Uh, upsets first round. Um, Syracuse. I'll take Syracuse over San Diego State in the first round. Mm-hmm. They've been playing pretty good lately. Um, uh, Georgia Tech again, a nine over an eight. It's not a major upset. Um, and that's about. You know, I'll take Rutgers. Rutgers in a ten-seven. Somebody said this the other day that was on the show. Mm-hmm. When is the last time an ACC champion got a nine seed? Nobody knows Georgia Tech is the ACC champion. They have no idea. No. Nobody Zero. paid attention to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, and again, it's nothing against them, but when you know, once Duke is out, I think everybody kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, right. Everybody kind of, it, they it. stop paying right. attention. Yeah. Illinois, Georgia Tech. Illinois. Illinois is going to the four, Tony. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll just, but we'll let, we got to have a bracket. Tennessee, yeah, yeah, Oklahoma okay. State. Tennessee, Oklahoma uh, State. Yeah, uh, I'll take uh, Oklahoma State. That kid's good, right? He's going to be the number one pick, Cade Cunningham. Oh, Cade Cunningham. Number... Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's the real Syracuse, deal. Syracuse, West Virginia. I'm going West Virginia. I think uh, Bob's got a good team this year. They're a real, real solid team. He's up to about three bills. <laughs> He's up to about three I bills love at this how, point. I love how the world has come to Bob Huggins, who, didn't, who hasn't worn suits on the sidelines probably Never, for that's... 30 years. It's exactly right. It's he doesn't. He, he doesn't even wear. He wears like um, a poncho at this point. He, he, he whatever. No one knows what he's wearing under it, but there's. He's wearing a poncho, which is so wild. Rutgers, Houston. Rutgers, Houston. Uh, Houston. Houston. And don't you think? Don't you think that Indiana wishes they didn't have to fire Kelvin Sampson when they did? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good, good coach. He's, he's a good coach. What are you doing? Yeah, Illinois. You've got Illinois, obviously winning. Who does Illinois beat to get there? Uh, I'll, beat West I'll say, I say, I, I'll say, yes, West Virginia. Yes, I like that. Yes, let's say West okay, Virginia. West Virginia. All right, we'll West go to the Virginia top. The yeah, top on the left with Gonzaga attempting to do something that hasn't been done since 1976, and that has only been done by right. great, great teams. Okay, just so everybody okay. understands this, I I know it's year to year. But the yeah. only teams that have ever gone through undefeated are phenomenal teams. Phenomenal sure. teams, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I Vegas mean, didn't do it. Vegas was right. great, and they didn't do it. So they didn't do it. And Kentucky had that great Kentucky team with Anthony didn't Davis was was undefeated, right, going in, and they didn't, didn't do it. Yeah. Didn't yeah. do it. Yeah. All right. Upsets in the first round, David. I hate to do this to Phil's mom, but I, I think Creighton's going out. <laughs> Yeah, so do I. So do I. And uh, and I think Ohio is going to take care of a ravaged UVA team, ravaged by COVID. Um, UVA team just really hard to come back and play good um, when you when you've been laid low like that. Um, it is conceivable they won't even play. It's conceivable. It's conceivable. We don't know yet. Sure. Sure. We don't know sure. yet. What else? Uh, Anything else? Uh, VCU, uh, ten over seven, beating Oregon. Okay, you're keeping Kansas in. Yeah. Just because yes. I just mentioned that because I think they're in a COVID situation as well. I yes, think. they I'm are. Sure. I, mean, I think right. they can be. I think they win a game. I don't think okay. they will win the second round against USC. Okay. All right, top of the bracket, Gonzaga, Oklahoma. Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Um, Santa Barbara, Ohio. Ohio. I really like Ohio. They're a good team. Okay. You got USC over Kansas. VCU, Iowa. Iowa. Got to take my man Garza. Absolutely. All right, Local. Gonzaga, Ohio. Gonzaga. 
and USC, Iowa. Iowa. Now, this sets up a rematch of a game that was played this year. This is one of my fun facts to tell people, is that in three games, there are three teams in this particular region that Gonzaga has already beaten, and they are seeded two, three, and four. They beat Iowa, they beat Kansas, and they beat Virginia. They killed Virginia by 23 points. They put 102 points on Kansas, and they put 99 on Iowa and beat them by 11. They scored 299 points against teams that are seeded 2, 3, and 4. My feeling, David, is that gives them an advantage if they play them again, but Wilbon said, oh, no, 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 no. The advantage is the, to the team that was beaten. You have set up Gonzaga, Iowa. What are your thoughts on that? Gonzaga, they're too good, Tony. They're just too good this year. I just don't see. I don't know how they would have to play so bad. They would have to be a, such a weird circumstance for them not to win the tournament this year. I just think they're just so much better than everybody else. Sometimes it goes like that. Remember the football team in '91. They yeah. were just better than better. everybody that year. <laughs> they, yeah. were they just were, you know, like it's, it, there's years like that. The bears in 85, they're just better than everybody else. You know, I mean, I, one game, sure. Anything can happen. Sprained ankle, you know, everything is your one injury away from being ordinary. I, I, but Suggs is really good. They got depth. They're big. They're well coached, obviously. Um, they're good, Tony. They're really good. You don't have right, everybody that's good, and you're not good. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they, they have. They have. Yeah. They have. They, they, win, they win by wide margins. All right. Um, in, the, in the Michigan region, what do you got in the first round? First round, Bonnie's. Uh, I'll have, I think the Hoyas win one game. I think they're, they're on a bit of a roll. Um, uh, I think Michigan State gets out of the first four and, and then beats BYU. Me too. I agree with that. Yeah. And but, uh, I want to pick Maryland, but I think UConn's really good. Buck Knight's really good, Tony. Really, really, really good. So. Okay. Michigan, St. Bonaventure. Michigan. Georgetown, Florida State. Florida State. Very tall, Florida, Florida State. Yeah, they are. Michigan State, Texas. Good game. Yeah, it is. I want to pick Michigan State. I really do. I really do. I really do. But I'm picking Texas. <laughs> and UConn, Alabama. Alabama. So you've got chalk in this particular region. Michigan, Florida State. Michigan. Even though and, they're missing a guy, I know. But they're yeah, they there. are. Livers, he's a good player. Texas, yeah. Alabama. Alabama. Is Alabama good? Is the SEC good? Because I think Texas is pretty good. I do. Yeah, no, Alabama's very good, Tone. they got a good coach. They know what they're doing. Um, they shoot a ton of threes. Um, they're, they're, they're awfully good. They're awfully good. So do you have them beating Michigan? I do. Okay. So you've got Gonzaga, Alabama, and Ohio State, Illinois. Let's start on the right-hand side with two Big Ten teams. Who comes out, Ohio State or Illinois? I'm picking Illinois. And you've got Gonzaga over Alabama, I assume. That's correct. That's correct. And this is, this is a, one of the more popular final games. I mean, this is what a lot of people have. Is there a lot of people going with this? Yeah. Yeah, Wilbon, Wilbon wants Illinois to win. Wilbon's basing his whole life on Illinois at this point. Um, but, and that is one team that Gonzaga hasn't played, though they played Iowa, as I said. They played right. a Big Ten team. Who you take in the final? Gonzaga. I just think it's their year. I, I just don't I, – I cannot 
invent a scenario in my head where they play badly enough for somebody to beat them because, you know, victory margin, winning margin is such a good tell for a great team. And I know it is in the NBA, and I suspect it is in college basketball as well. When a team is killing everybody in a given season, like they kill everybody. It's not like they're winning a bunch of one-point games. That's right. They're killing everybody. So I don't know. I don't see how they don't kill everybody on the way to the turn and winning the whole thing. So. So this is so this is the question, and this is the historical question. You have the Bobby Knight team, one of the greatest teams of all time. You've got four yeah. different UCLA teams with Wooden, Walton, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You got yeah. Bill Russell, hello, Bill Russell, and you've got UNC, one of the three greatest programs of all time, beating Wilt Chamberlain in triple overtime. These are classic and great, great teams. Kentucky, as great as Kentucky yeah. was, they never had an undefeated team. They never did it. Duke never had an right. undefeated team. You know, right. do you are, are you willing to put Gonzaga on that list, or do you find them, I'm not saying they're not going to win, but are you comfortable with putting them in the all-time category? Because that, that's what you are, immortal. Right. Uh, no, because nobody, I mean, I don't think anybody this year can be put in that category because there's just right. There's been right. too much turmoil. There's been too much, you know, loss with regard to teams not being themselves, losing players due to COVID, scheduling nightmares. You know, December was a joke in college basketball. Nobody was you know, literally you're, you're flying to wherever to play whoever. You don't know who you're playing. So you can't take too much out of those games. Like, I can't take meaningful, you know, yeah. uh, long-range uh, thoughts out of those games. So this season's been too disjointed. But somebody has to win it. And, again, they are clearly, to me, the best team this year. So – but are they one of the best teams all time? I can't say that because this isn't one of the best seasons all time. You know what I mean? Like this is one of the worst seasons all time. But out of that season, somebody has to be the best team. And they are the best team in a bad year. I would make an analogy. I would talk about the baseball season, the most recent baseball season. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles Dodgers are a great team. And they may win a bunch of these things. Yeah. But the you know, and, and it may be that this team that won the World Series is one of the all-time great teams. But you can't say that because of the way the season was, because That's it right. was a short season, because of exactly. the playoffs. You can't. You might yeah. want to, but you can't. There's an asterisk for all of these winners. Lakers yeah. as well. There is. Yeah. There is. Of yeah. course. Okay. How could it not be? How could it yeah. not be this year? Yeah. But 30 years from now, nobody will remember that. Nobody, and, and you know, people will say Gonzaga was an all-time great right. team because they were undefeated. Right. And that's, that's okay. Right. That's not yeah. fine. They're, I don't think they were great with those other teams that you mentioned, but that's okay. They don't, it doesn't matter what I think. They're going to be an undefeated national champion. So they, yeah. they get on that line. Thank you, David. Thanks, Tony. David Aldridge, boys and girls. You can read his stuff in The Athletic, by the way. Uh, we will take a break. When we come back, Chuck Todd will pick games for Not games. He'll pick all the games. He'll pick the <laughs> bracket for us. When we return, I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is the Tony Kornheiser Show. This is the X chair, Reed. This is the chair that Michael put together for me that Michael carried up the steps. Brought it in from the porch. Brought it, brought it in from the porch. Very excited about it. It is a wonderful chair. I've never had an office chair that looks or feels so amazing in my life. It's really comfortable. I can sit for hours and never feel uncomfortable. But I don't sit at it for hours because it's in a room in my house where I don't use it. 
Carol uses it. I'm thinking of it, moving it up to the attic and using it for the PTI it's show. It's prime time up yeah. there. Now, I, I, think that, I think that we should do that next week. I think we should move it up there. The secret is not only their patented dynamic variable lumbar DVL support, which offers unbelievable lumbar support to my lower back, but now thanks to their new XHMT technology, I can also get heat and massage therapy while I'm sitting at my desk. HMT obviously must mean heat and massage therapy. Have you tried the heat yet? No, I don't know how to do it. There's a little button. I haven't pressed any buttons. I'm just sitting in it. Instead of my old uncomfortable office chair, now I look forward to spending hours sitting in the ultimate therapeutic massager. My friend Jody, who's a doctor in Florida, he bought one of these chairs, absolutely swears by it. The X, it's hard to say, XHMT delivers heat and massage technology to your core, helping increase blood flow, muscle recovery, and energy. Um, all perks that make working from home or office a joy. You won't believe the X chair difference until you feel the X chair difference for yourself. It's the luxury supercar of office chairs. X chair is on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairtony.com now. That's the letter X, chair, tony.com, or you can call 1-844-4X-CHAIR. X-Chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort, and you can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchairtony.com now. Use the code XWheels for free X-Wheel blade casters. xchairtony.com. There's a lot in there. Just use the codes. Make sure you use the codes. This, this is the Tony Kornheiser Show. Tony Kornheiser Show. It's another St. Patrick's Day song. Adam Kulong of the Wild Colonial Boys sends this in, says we're a Celtic rock band based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, of all places. Love listening to the show. Wondered if you could use a little luck of the Irish this week for St. Patrick's Day. Here's a little something to get you in the mood. An original song called Red-Haired Lass. And Michael, if people like Adam Kulong and the Wild Colonial Boys want to send in their original music, as Paulie Coconuts does, how do they do it? Please send us your music by emailing it to jingles at tonycornizershow.com. And I have, to, I have to say a quick thank you to Dan Byrne, because Hen Party is now little Henry's favorite song. It's oh, that's the only way we can get him on the changing table. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful. That's and do great. we have a Johnny O thing? Yes. Uh, now that your body is adjusted to the time change, yes. go use TK Clocks, and we have a, a new polo for you that should arrive uh, in a couple days when you get to get out on the golf course. All right. Hopefully. That's great. That's great. The Young Striped. Um, Chuck Todd joins us now, taking a shot at brackets i'm going to start in the top right by the way well by the way what is your life like now now that the election is over and now that all of that stuff is over have you had any decompression time or or do you find that you're still running as fast as you can well there's a little bit of that um i feel like i need nicorette you know um (laughs) there's a sort of a detox feel the news cycle is very planned again yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And, and you know this feeling as a reporter. You do, there is a schedule to, you know, people say news isn't scheduled. Yeah, 80% sure of news is scheduled. Yeah. Yep. Now, during the, during the Trump era, it wasn't, right? You know, it, it wasn't, and I used to say it was intellectually easy, the Trump era, but emotionally exhausting. Um, I would say Biden, it's the, the reverse. This is intellectually more difficult, um, but emotionally a lot easier, you know, to deal with day to day. But there's a little bit of detox. I'm taking my first week off if you want to call it that as next week is spring break i have a junior in high school so what do you think we're trying to do we're finding that like the handful of schools that are doing tours if we can so my decompression right. week is is next week we're gonna 
start. We're looking at Tulane next week in case you're. It's uh, lovely. That, that, he, but all of her schools that she wants to go to are in California. And Mr. Newsom hasn't opened those up yet for tours. So. Okay. That's, all right. All that's right. where I'm Let's... looking. That's my first week. Uh, if I can get that decompression. Can't get a bad meal in four years at Tulane. Cannot get a bad meal. You know. I hear though it's not four years when you go to Tulane, and it's five, five and a half. You know. Well, <laughs> well people like it. Yeah, people like it. A lot to do. Right. That's what I hear. Let's start. Let's start on the upper right in the south in the Baylor region. Tell me any upsets in the first round. Well, you call it an upset. Um, yeah. But Bob Ryan doesn't. So I have Wisconsin. And, and do you know that it has statistically been proven that nine seeds. Are over 500 over eight seats? I did not know that. No, I, I had no idea. I saw that stat. So, you know, so Bob Ryan might be right, like act statistically right, just so you know. Right. Just to give the guy okay. a break. Uh, so, yeah, I got Wisconsin. I got Winthrop, which is, I guess, Everybody's not even uh, an upset. Yeah, it's not even We're upset. not an upset anymore. Even, no. uh, and then Virginia Tech. Bob Tech. Over Florida. So, yeah. All right. So let's go game by game. Baylor, Wisconsin. You taking them out? You taking them out in the second round? You gonna take out a number one seed? Not yet. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm buying that Baylor's rest will they'll get their get the rust off. Uh, and, okay. And knock this off. Okay, Winthrop, uh, Purdue. I'm sticking with Purdue. Uh, not gonna mess around there. Okay, um, Texas Tech, Arkansas. First mild upset. Give me Texas Tech. I'm, I'm, I'm buying into the conventional wisdom of the Big Twelve and Big Ten, as you'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Virginia Tech, uh, Ohio State. Ohio State. Okay. Baylor, Purdue. So you've got, well, you've got right now four teams from what I think and what you think are the best conferences, the Big Ten and the Big right. 12. You got them right here. Who you got, Baylor they're or Purdue? The most, they're certainly the most entertaining games. I've, I feel like yeah. I've watched college basketball almost none until the last 10 days, and you keep gravitating. You're like, oh, the Big 12 and Big Ten games are much better. Uh, yes, I Baylor I over Purdue uh, and Texas Tech over Ohio State. Well, they've so played this year a couple of times. Yeah. 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 Who, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Baylor. I, I, I'm, Texas Tech makes me nervous. They do feel like the, the sixth seed nobody wants to play, but uh, I'm putting Baylor in the final four. The coach at Texas Tech has been to the final four. He's a very, very good coach. But every time I've watched Texas Tech this year in one of these games that has been wildly entertaining, they have ended up losing. They've lost these games. So it's I, three. When they went to the final four, they won all those games, that same team. Yeah, that's a 10-loss team. That's a 10-loss team. That's a lot of losses this year, 10. That's a lot. Okay, in the bottom of the bracket, the Illinois bracket, go ahead. What have you got for upsets? Uh, Again, uh, I've got a Bob Ryan upset, so give me Georgia Tech. Uh, i got Oregon State. Uh, I'm going with your buddy in central New York, Mr. Beheim. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'll go with Rutgers. So quite a few in this one, I guess. Okay, mild first round upset types. Yeah, I mean everybody makes fun of Syracuse, but they're competitive in every game they play. They it's are the competitive. Z- I'm team. going, and it's the matchup zone with a team from the West Coast. I know everybody yes. loves loves them, but I'm sorry. How many times have we seen Syracuse do this? And it's like you know, this is what they Syracuse, do. They win from a hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, Illinois, Georgia Tech, uh, Illinois. Um, that's probably not going to be that close. Oregon uh, State, then, Oklahoma State. Which is very hard when you write it into your bracket because they look identical. O-R-O-K, yes. a state, right. state. Uh, uh, give me Cade Cunningham. Give me Oklahoma State. Okay. Uh, Syracuse, West Virginia. Um, uh, Bobby Huggins. And by the way, the greatest thing about watching West Virginia games 
is gambling on whether the stool will hold. <laughs> Huggins is over three bills. He's got to be over three bills. It has to be. And I am impressed with, I mean, you know, they keep making bigger and bigger shirts for him to make him look those black. I don't know what you call him anymore. It looks like a tent. So, anyway. so it, it, there's a couple of interesting things about him. He was himself a college basketball player, I'm pretty sure. I also think, I think I've read that he was Phi Beta Kappa in college. You know, I, I, I think I've read that. So he's a pretty, if he was a college basketball player, he's probably a pretty big guy. He's probably not, he's probably over six feet, maybe six three, something like that. I mean, he's probably carrying more than three bills. Uh, he's, he's got to weigh at least 300 pounds. Yeah. He's got to. Yeah, I All worry right. about that. I worry about that stool. You know, he puts it out there. Yeah. I worry about it. You do yeah. wonder one day. Uh, Rutgers, and then, Houston. Uh, uh, give me Houston. Okay. So you got pretty much chalk here. Pretty much. I do. It's very chalky. It's very chalky. Illinois, Oklahoma State. Uh, Illinois. um, It's, uh, I'm sorry to see Oklahoma State matched up with them in this bracket. I like that Cade Cunningham. I like watching him play, but Mm -hmm. Illinois seems better. And who do you like at the bottom? Uh, Houston. And then who you got? Um, Illinois. Chalky. So you right. That's two number ones. Two number two ones, ones right there. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the Gonzaga side. Any upsets in the first? Uh, UC Santa Barbara, and uh, appears to be it. Just UC Santa Barbara. So you are not. A lot of people are going for Ohio over Virginia because of the. Oh coronavirus wait, I do have factor. Ohio. I do have Ohio. Okay. okay. You're okay. right. Yeah. That that same thing. I I read Ohio as Ohio State there for a second, so I didn't see it as a. But yes, I have Ohio, uh, and you, you, and that is, and that is, I'm betting against Creighton. They look like a team that that seems to have a problem there with that coach, and uh, and I'm I'm buying the COVID stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, take us through it then. Take us through what you've got on this on this. Region. All right, Gonzaga. I flipped a coin on UCSB in Ohio. I'm not going to pretend to know which one was going to beat which, but I took Ohio. Uh, USC knocking out Kansas. Really? Um, okay. Because I too would like to see Iowa beating Oregon. I want to see those seven. I want to see our Murray friend, our Murray boy, right. up against that seven footer at USC. Yep. That should be a fun matchup. So uh, good for the. So I'm I'm hoping to see that. So there's my uh, there's there's that. And then I have Gonzaga beating Ohio and Iowa beating USC. And as we have talked about earlier, Gonzaga and Iowa have played each other before. Gonzaga won by double figures. Gonzaga put 99 points on Iowa. Um, it's a big I, I They run. I, I heard you ran about this. You're right. This is real. How do you end up with three teams that Gonzaga already played? That, that, and, yeah. and it's not, yeah. not fair to Iowa either. And I remember, I, I remember watching that Iowa-Gonzaga game, and it did feel like Iowa just didn't have enough athletes yeah. to keep up. They just, yeah. you, know, Garza, yeah. you know, Garza belonged, right? He belonged. But it, and, and maybe that Murray kid belonged, but like no one else in that Iowa team looked like they belonged. So I agree with uh, that. I, got, I agree. Yeah, I got I got Gonzaga. I think you have to in that matchup, and I under, I understand Wilbon's point of view that the revenge factor means something, but but Gonzaga toyed with these teams. They killed them. They put up two hundred ninety nine points against three teams. They were that blowouts. Two, three, four. I, I mean, that Iowa game was over at halftime, if I remember. It was. This like, is. Uh, this just strikes me that the committee know. Look, if I know they've played all these teams and beaten them, then the committee knows it, and it's a deliberate act. And I, I don't understand it. I don't. Well, I understand it. I don't like it. Right, let's go to the bottom with Michigan. What do you got? Um. Let's see. Um. I think it's very. I got Michigan State. 
which means I'm right. assuming they win twice, obviously, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. beating BYU. Uh, and that's it. That's my one lone upset. But it feels, why would you? I feel like Tom Izzo in this position, who would want to face him, right? He's a great tournament coach. I mean, yeah. he's done this a lot. So you, you don't, you're, you're not going to be and swayed by the sentimentality of Georgetown over Colorado. You're going to go Colorado. I'm going Colorado, even though I, okay. I want to, because remember, I went to GW. We hate Georgetown. Oh, good. And okay. Yeah, th- th- this, you know, I'm, screw the sentimentality. Some of us in D.C. don't want to see Georgetown succeed. Sorry, Saliza. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, take us out. Take us through it. All right. Uh, I got uh, LSU knocking off Michigan. That's where I right. have Michigan going out. Um, right. I have Florida State beating Colorado, Texas beating. Well, Michigan that's your wife's State. alma mater. I hope you have them it coming is. out of this region. Go ahead. Well, you know, well, wait a, you know, way to ruin the story there. Tony. <laughs> I mean, you know, you just steal, steal my thunder. Uh, I got yeah, Texas over Michigan State and uh, Alabama beating UConn. Okay, go ahead. And then uh, of the SUs, I got FSU beating LSU uh, and Texas knocking off Alabama, and yes, and the battle of, of schools that are now basketball schools that wish they were football schools, Florida State beating Texas. Yeah, that, so I like, I like Shaka Smart, and I, so I find myself rooting for him. I liked him at VCU when he had no hair. I like him in Texas when he has hair. I think he knows what he's, what he's doing, and I think he's a smart guy, and I think that they are pretty good. I do. Um, but Florida State has been good Solid good for five, six, eight years, right? Haven't they been? Very good. They have been, and he's now, you know, he produces. They regularly have a lottery pick. Yeah. You know, every year there's a guy in the top 15. Uh, and I think one year they had two come out. They've had. Um, and they don't have to be the seven-foot-eight guy who can't move. Like it's, but it's, I will they tell have... you, I, I've watched Leonard Hamilton when he was at Miami, and obviously the Wizards, then, then Florida State. There is something, I will say this. The guy's a great recruiter. He seems to be a good teacher. But he loses a lot of games when they count. That's the yes. only thing. There's a reason yes. he hasn't gotten to a yes. Final Four. Yeah, right? I, I agree with it. There's a reason. and and But, man, if he's ever going to get there. I do think that he got last year's team was their best, might have been the best team Florida State's ever had. Like, they and Dayton, are, I think, never, you know, felt like they got their seasons just stolen from them by COVID. Because I think they both would have been Final Four last year. I'm just hoping for Florida State's sake that they're sort of in a, hey, this should have been last year's run, um, and we'll see. But I have no idea how good the ACC's been. They looked terrible this year. That's, right? I agree with that. And, I agree, I agree and with I, that. You know, there's a chance we watch this tournament and we go, oh, wow, that conference was terrible. Or we go and go, oh, turns out that conference was a lot tougher than we thought. You know, there, we, may, we may all like be just um, – have the conventional wisdom of this bracket turned upside down after two, you know, after the first two days. All right. Who do you have in the final game? Uh, I got Gonzaga beating Illinois. So a, a boring, chalky matchup. Uh, I'm, I'm going ahead and betting on betting on history here, even though, as you point out, is it one final four ever for Gonzaga? One ever, one ever, one ever. Yep. Put it this way. They don't win now. They're never winning it. Right. Doesn't so I'm going like to, this is, this is sort of like, if you don't do it now, I don't know what this would, I remember Duke in the eighties when we all wondered, well, when are they ever going to win one? They were in the final four all the time, but they would never win one. And then they finally broke through and won one. 
but I don't know. This is, it feels like if Gonzaga to do it now, when are they going to do it? This is the same matchup. We just had David Aldridge on. This is the same matchup that he had in the final, and he also picked Gonzaga. And I asked him this, and I'll ask you the same thing. There are a very, very small group of teams who have gone through undefeated, and in the literature of college basketball, they are immortal teams, and they are deserving teams. The 76 Indiana team, led by Kent Benson and Scott May, I believe, the Bobby Knight's team, the four John Wooden teams, and each of them had either Kareem or Walton. The Bill Russell team at San Francisco. Bill Russell, come on, the greatest winner ever in basketball. And the North Carolina, one of the great programs of all time that beat Wilt Chamberlain in triple overtime. These are legitimately immortal teams. Do you put Gonzaga on that level? No, I don't. I don't. In fact, I don't even think Gonzaga's as good as the UNLV team that that got to the That didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's still the best team I've ever seen. I don't, I, I'll be, uh, I was four for the 76 Indiana team. So I don't remember them. I remember, right. um, uh, you know, my first real college basketball memory was, was 79. Um, the UNLV team is still the, still the best team. I, I college basketball team. I feel like I've ever seen that season and, and yet they lost. So yeah, I, Gonzaga doesn't feel like they're as good. Um, and I think another problem is, we still don't have great Gonzaga players in the NBA. No, no, none. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, now, John I, Stockton, but you got it, but he's right, not but in I, the NBA now. But, right. And he wasn't, and he wasn't of this era of Gonzaga basketball. No, different. You know what I mean different. by that? Yeah, he was. Yep. It was back when it, Gonzaga was Northern Arizona. No offense. Yeah, um, but I, I, you know, I think that's another thing. Because what is it? Uh, who was the kid that was a top three pick that ended up not doing much? Was it Collins? Is that the kid I'm thinking of? Like, I don't know. I don't know. They've they had a bunch you know, that they haven't yeah, done it. Adam Morrison, right? Isn't yeah, that they haven't one? done they, it. They just haven't done it. No. And I think that also adds to the idea why you don't believe this will be an all-time great team yeah. if they do yeah. it. But if they do win this and they have to go through Illinois and they have to go through, let's say it ends up being Michigan. I'm sorry not to be taking Michigan, by the way. They were well, the, they lost the kid. They lost the kid yeah. livers. They lost. No, they, you know. they they were they were the the best individual game I felt like I watched all year was was Michigan um, was Michigan throttling Iowa one one of that one game I think they, 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 anyway. Oh, where the, the big kid handled Garza? He did. The yes. big kid from Damatha. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh wow, I guess they're going to win the whole thing. And that's when everybody jumped on that Michigan bandwagon. Um, but you would like, I mean, if Gonzaga goes through the teams they have to go through, you can't say they didn't have to beat the top 10 to win the whole thing. No. No, they're, they're, it's, you know, I, I agree with you that I don't put them on the all-time great category, but but 30 years from now, history will put them on the all-time great category. Anyway, thank you, Chuck. Thank you, thank you. Good luck. Right. How's your cast? Chuck Todd, boys and girls. Yeah. Hmm? Oh, yeah. How's he's that cast on the top um, of the He's, you know, Joel Embiid, right? He's... You know how Joe LMB, he's always laying on the ground? You go, whoa, what happened to him? Strasburg is always, there's one step off the mound, and he looks plaintively to the dugout, and the trainer comes out, and a month later, he's not pitching. You know, he had to. Tony, he, I was watching it live. He looked so good, too. It was he delivered the World Series. He did. He delivered the World Series. But the rest of it, uh, we're, you know, oh. uh, God. All right. Oh. Thank you. Talk to you. Chuck Todd, boys and girls.
We'll take a break. Uh, we will come back with email and a jingle when we return. I am Tony Kornheiser. You're listening to The Tony Kornheiser Show. This is the Michelob Ultra read. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take the time to enjoy themselves, like having a Michelob Ultra with friends, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. In my life as a sports writer and somebody on television, I can think of two teams that exemplified this more than others. And I don't want you to get the wrong impression because to be a professional athlete means you have to work very, very hard at it. You're in an extraordinarily narrow slice of accomplishment when you reach the pros. But having fun is important as well. I would give you two. I would give you the 2019 Nats, who every time they hit a home run, danced in the dugout. And when they danced in the dugout, the camera stayed on them. And it made all of us who rooted for the team very happy. And there was a sidebar to that. If Adam Eaton or Howie Kendrick were involved in a play that resulted in a run, they sat next to each other on the bench and they did a power shift as if they were driving a car. And that, too, gave them great joy and gave us as viewers great joy. The obvious other example is the 85 Bears, maybe the greatest single-season team in the NFL when they put together the Super Bowl shuffle. And everyone went, oh, my God, you can't do that. That's going to jinx you. You've got to keep your nose to the grindstone. But no, they were the best team ever. They went through the playoffs something like 91 to 10. And even Wilbon knows how good they were, and I don't get angry when he says it. So that is the great joy that you can take from sports. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. You're listening to The Tony Kornheiser Show. The Tony Kornheiser Show. That's Bill Pitcher at the organ, playing us in with the mailbag theme. Nigel, what about Bethesda Bagels? They were very generous to us today. Yes, we love Bethesda Bagels. You will as well. We've got a big bag of bagels. Some days we get the bagel sandwiches. Uh, all you need to do is go to BethesdaBagels.com for the location in the D.C. area nearest you, then pop on in, and you will be thrilled. All right, that brings us to the end of another show. Before we get to the mailbag, let me just say, oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling from Glen to Glen and down the mountainside. The summer's gone and all the roses falling. Tis you, tis you must go and I must bide. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody out there. You don't just have to be Irish to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. As you see on the PTI set, Tracy has put 40,000 shamrocks behind me. You know, and the last time I looked, though I go to an Irish Catholic country club, I am on the other side of the street. Thanks to our guests today, Phil's mom, David Aldridge, uh, Chuck Todd. Thanks to our sponsors, Indochino, X-Chair, Michelob, Ultra Pure Gold. Remember, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Radio.com. If you get show through iTunes, please leave us a review. We have a haiku for picking winners from Shad. Which team's in the West? Is Wichita in the West? West is on third base. <laughs> what, did I get something wrong? I didn't know what team from the West Coast Conference. Is that what happened, Nigel? Is that what yeah, happened? Was, Everybody was, was upset. San, San Diego State. Yeah, we got, a, we got a few emails about that one. Yes. Yeah, Raymond Hando in Flemington, New Jersey, on Tuesday's show, that's yesterday, when going through Greg Garcia's bracket, 
You reached this final four. You said the last time a number one ever won this thing was like nine years ago. It doesn't happen anymore. I know there wasn't a tournament last year, and 2020 felt like an eternity, but Virginia won the 2019 tournament as a one seed. What I meant to say was the overall number one. That, that's my mistake, because right. one seeds win it. Um, and Villanova won the 2018 as a one seed, and North Carolina won the 2017 as a one seed. In fact, in the 15 tournaments since 2005, a total of 11 one seeds won the whole thing. Yes, that's my mistake. And it says, Michael, can you check the calendar in your father's kitchen and make sure it says 2021 and not 2028? In all seriousness, I love the show. I love Bracket Week. Nothing but love to you and all the other bigs, even as I reluctantly send love to Saliza, though he can still eat it. Um, from B.J. Fletcher in Toledo, Ohio. Chessie can tell you San Diego State is in the Mountain West, probably the Hammer, too. So I, it's the Mountain West. It's not the West Coast Conference. So I right. got that wrong. Okay. Uh, Steve the Sycophant, it was great to hear Gary and Spike Braun make their bracket picks. Since Spike has started on the show, I believe his voice has dropped about an octave and a half. <laughs> Gary's yes. not so much, I believe. However, Gary's voice will go up a little in the future when he sees the amount of Spike's college tuition. Yes, <laughs> Spike and Ike at the same time. Yeah. Claire Natola, who says she's slowly thawing out somewhere up north, says, The Monopoly game at Safeway has gone digital this year. I'm sure you've already downloaded the app by scanning the QR code. Isn't it fun scanning all the little tickets with your phone? Have you won anything yet, or are you just reveling in the discounts from the coupons that get loaded to your account on the app? She knows I have never done that. I don't know how to get apps, and I would not do anything digital at Safeway. If I went to Safeway, I'd get the... Have you seen the Safeway Monopoly masks? No. They're fantastic. I want one. <laughs> Well, can't you get one? Well, they don't sell them. Oh, what What do you mean? Oh, they just give them to their employees? Yes, these are for employees. employees. Well, can't you get a job there, a part-time job? I, yes. Yes. Elliot Olshansky in Comac, New York. I mean, Simple if you want it. Yes. Yes. I suppose that on some level, I should be thanking you for limiting us littles to one bracket apiece in this year's competition. I must admit that I'll miss coming up with as many different show referencing bracket names as possible, and certainly figuring out how to name one bracket for each of the rascals. Virginia Felix Cavaliers is a no-brainer, and Florida Eddie Brigadors is also a regular. But Gene Cornish is always hard to figure a team for. Tempting as it might be to name my one bracket this year, Dino Illinois instead of Dinelli, I think I'll need a couple of days to figure out a truly great bracket name. Best regards from Suffolk County, where your hated rival Stony Brook is sending its women's team to the NCAA tournament for the first time after the Seawolves came back from double digits to beat Maine on the road in the America East Championship game. Another haiku for brackets, and this is from Shad again. Can the experts, can ask the experts, can ask the celebrities, I roll with Phil's mom. Then you got Creighton winning this whole thing. From Jim Flynn, Colebrook, Connecticut. Who is that man pretending to be Spike Braun? Yeah, they get old, your voice drops, yeah. From Mike Flannery, yes, that Mike Flannery from Roanoke, Virginia. I saw a steer walking through Providence in the rain, and his horns were perfect. That's, you know... That's uh, Warren Zevon's song. Uh, from Becky. Becky in Des Moines, Iowa here to tell you about a real live talking dog named Bunny. She has a word board that she uses to converse with the humans in her household after some intense training, of course. She is part of research being done by the founders of Fluent Pet, the provider of said word boards. Video is taken of her interactions and sent to the researchers as they discover more and more of how much animals can comprehend and communicate within human language structure. The videos are fascinating and endearing. Have Michael queue up a few for you to watch. It could be something you try with Chessie to stave off your boredom. And I'm going to hand you this thing. So now, now, what video did you get from the Hammer yesterday? Hammer says Tony. 
It's so lovely. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, there's Tony. Um, so we I didn't get that from Chessie. So this is the thing. Well, again, I believe that dogs comprehend. I believe they do. Now, my problem with saying how smart Chessie is is that she continues to eat the Frisbee and vomit. <laughs> yes. But maybe she likes to vomit. She's now bringing the Frisbees inside in the morning. And I'm not sure mom them. knows that. Yeah, they're in the house at some point. <laughs> if you're out on your bike tonight, everyone, as always, do wear white. Who's your favorite pitcher? Max Scherzer. What does Max Scherzer do? Phoenix. Who's your favorite batter? Toto. Soto. <laughs> 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 Well, I see it's March 18th, my friends, the saddest day of all. When you look at that countdown clock upon the wall, it says 360-something many hours to go. You'll have to keep coming back, just to make sure it's right, you know. Oh, another year of St. Patrick's Day, I don't know what I'll do. Let's keep that spirit alive, my friends, and this we will be true. No drinking stout, we're marching out, parade lines two by two. Another year of St. Patrick's Day, I hope that I'll pull through. Well, I spent mine in Annapolis with the merry AOH. You know, they never fail to put a smile on me face. Because their parties may not be on the 17th exact. But you'll never know them by the way they sing and how they act. Oh, another year of St. Patrick's Day. I don't know what I'll do. Let's keep the spirit alive, my friends. And this we must be true. No drinking stout or marching out. Parade lines to my tune. Another year of St. Patrick's Day. I hope that I'll pull through. Well, I got home real late last night from O'Malley's bar. The only heat I feel tonight's the heater in me car. Because my wife was waiting, shillelagh in her hand. She gave me two upside the head to make sure I understand. Oh, another Christmas St. Patrick's Day, don't know what I'll do. Let's keep the spirit alive, my friends, to this we must be true. No drinking stout for marching out, parade lines to my tune. Another Christmas St. Patrick's Day, I hope that I'll pull through. Well, one more Irish song, my friends, and then our feast is done. We've laughed, we've cried, we've shown our pride, we've really had our fun. But I'll be back here next year, I'll stand and tell you that. And if I am a liar, boy, oh, I'm glad to eat my hat. Oh, another year of St. Patrick's Day, I don't know what I'll do. Let's keep the spirit alive, my friends, that this we must be true. No drinking stout or marching out, parade lines to my two. Another year of St. Patrick's Day, I hope that I'll pull through. Lo, the day is over when we quietly go to bed. I know that in the morning there'll be an aching in me head. Because you know it's such a great day, my friends, when we celebrate our saint. Because there's only one St. Patrick's Day in 364. It ain't. Oh, another year St. Patrick's Day. I don't know what I'll do. Let's keep the spirit alive, my friends. To this we must be true. Oh, now we're marching out and parade lines two by two. Another year of St. Patrick's Day, I hope that we'll pull through. Oh, another year of St. Patrick's Day, I don't know what we'll do. Oh, let's keep the spirit alive, my friends, to this we must be true. No thinking stout, we're marching out, parade lines to my tune. Another year of St. Patrick's Day, I hope that I'll pull through. Yes. Thank you very much. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Woo! Drive safe. 
I'm in a red hand last one night and I asked her to dance. The full moon was shining in her eyes that told me take a chance. So I twirled her around that dance floor all night long. When the band was done playing, everybody screamed one more song. From this dream Because that red hair last Couldn't be as good as she seems Flower 